Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, good morning, good morning, and welcome to uh, the Morning Report. It is Thursday, August 13th. Yeah, August 13th. I trust that you are well. Things are going good where you are. It is the second day of of Biden slash Harris. <laughs> and um, there's, a, there's been just a, excuse me, it's a lot of the same, a lot of, it sort of reminds me what's going on. There was a Dave Chappelle skit called The Racial Draft where all these sort of ambiguous ethnic people were uh, up for up for bid by 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 racial groups, and um, I think one of the one one of the pieces went with something like, "All right, African Americans, you're you're on the clock. African Americans draft Tiger Woods. Ooh, Tiger Woods." Yeah, because Tiger Woods' dad is black, so we we we're gonna just say he's black. We're just gonna say he's black. Now it doesn't matter that um, Tiger Woods doesn't identify as black; never has. Always identifies with his mother's heritage, which is Asian, and always has. So we're just gonna we're just gonna draft him, and that's exactly what's happened with Kamala Harris. Um, black people, black people just drafted her into being black. She black, ain't she? She black, ain't she? Uh, not really. She's, her dad was Jamaican and her mom is Indian, not India from, I mean, Indian from India, not Native American. Um, so, and she was born in Oakland. So, yeah, she's from here. So let's just, just, just squash all the stupid she's from here um girl is from oakland so you can't be any more from from here than friggin oakland <laughs> i mean you just you just can't be really so uh, there you go and um that's what it seems like to me uh i i read two successive tweets of that you know what are early this morning one saying how great it was to have a black woman on the ticket and the other, you know the first black woman you know uh, on on a presidential ticket uh, from a major party and um, the other one said oh it's so great having an uh, an american indian excuse me uh, uh an indian american on the on, on the ticket for the first time the first indian american woman then i read one that said you know her if her mother was alive her indian people would be going so um, it, it, it is. Why, why you had a vice president? Why you? Why are you not president? It was like, well, you know, because those Indian people are, and that's a horrible, horrible impression. But those Indian folks are just really high achievers, right? Really overachievers. Why would you decide to be um, vice president when you could be president? You know what I'm saying? So, 
I thought that about the tweet tweets, three tweets, one after the other were were, were kind of comical, really. Um, so we're gonna, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Obviously, we're also going to uh, mention um, your girl AOC. Sort of got a reality check about what all this um, this convention and party politics and who's really in charge of making this stuff happen, and you know, and and the sort of things that they require and and your place in it. <laughs> Uh, so we'll talk a little. We'll talk a little bit about that too. So I am I I'm good with that. We're going to do um, we're going, we're going to, of course, uh, the Bryce is right, and we're going to do something that you know we don't normally do. We don't really normally play long news clips, but this clip from um, and I just forgot the damn woman's name. And, um, well, you, well, it, 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 you know, there's some clips in there about, uh, about your girl Kamala Harris that I think will, that you'll find interesting. And, um, so we're going to, so we're going to play that and, um, um, we're going to call in the morning. I trust that you are well. We'll be back with more of the morning report, morning report 173, right after these messages. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this And that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Days Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942. And at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. All right, all right, all right. Well, thank you ever so much uh, for spending some time with us. 
uh, here on Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson, and of course, the Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com, 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 and you will want to go to the FightBackMedia.com today. Brand new thing there. Want you to get involved with, so you'll see it when you get there. I promise. All right. Um, kind of crazy. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and hop into it. Um, this is this is actually kind of funny, really. Kind of interesting. Uh, I was close, uh, as close as most people get, um, when a major political party comes to town and does a whole, you know, convention. Excuse me, I excuse me, drank a little Perrier strawberry. It's delicious, by the way. Absolutely delicious. But it's giving me the belches. Um, and um, see how these things are put together. And when they're coming to your town and you think that you're a local Republican that you're going to get, uh, and I don't know, any say or, or, or your opinion is going to be, it, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't. The party comes in. The, the National Party comes in, they have an agenda, they've got a program that they're going to put together, and they do it, and you work your ass off as a volunteer, and they don't say thank you, and they leave town, and and you and you hope you have some some selfies, some pictures with some people that you thought you'd, that you hope you'd see, and you didn't, because <laughs> you couldn't get anywhere near them. It just kind of happens. It's, it's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And, uh, thanks for all, and thanks for the fish. That's, that's what it's like when they come to town. So, um, and if you haven't been around one of those kind of things, you, you didn't know, you won't know until you do. Um, you know, that vice president Biden has picked Kamala Harris as his running mate. And the convention is next week, right? Next week. But it's interesting. This is an article by I think this is this is my girl Beth Bauman, um, and we know we love Beth Bauman anyway. Uh, interestingly enough, freshman Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio Cortez from New York will be given a speech at the most excuse me mostly online convention, which is normally kind of a kind of a honor thing. You know, it's kind of impressive for a freshman Congressperson to actually speak at convention. However, her speech has been limited to 60 seconds. 60 seconds. She gets to talk for 60 seconds. She would do better if she were just introducing somebody else. But she gets to talk for 60 seconds. So there'll be... Dun, dun, ding, if, if this was like a, a, a regular stage thing, that'd be in the music. And a little thing behind her that says Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and it'd be like on the on the, on the lower third of the screen, and and then it'd be and off she would go. Sixty seconds, which is really funny. Now she's going to take the minute that they give her. She tweeted. Uh, this from um, a poem from Dr. Benjamin Mays. I only have a minute, 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, I did not choose it, but I know that I must use it. Give account if I abuse it, suffer if I lose it. 
only a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. So, I I had not planned to watch any other uh, of the Democrat convention because, golly, how can I? I guess I won't eat before, and probably because I won't be able to eat afterwards for sure. But I'm interested. Are you curious now? Is what she, is what she going she's going to do in this minute? Just sixty seconds. Now I'm sure some of the Ocasio Cortez. Um, sycophants will be furious when they find out that she only gets a minute. Why does she only get a minute? Because they want to limit uh, women of color, but blah, 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 you know, they'll just go on and on and on and on and on. Oh, that's longer than her speech. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's going to, that, that I thought was an interesting turn. Um, I don't know if you heard about this. There was a five-year-old, a five-year-old, who was basically executed by this person for for the crime of of riding their bike uh, up into this person's yard? We have a brutal uh, crime in North Carolina, and if races and those involved were reversed, you'd know about it. You would friggin' know about it. Instead, the victim is white, a five year old boy, shot in the head. By a 25-year-old black man in front of his siblings as they played outside their father's house in Wilson, North Carolina. We don't know a motive other than evil. We don't know why. The 25-year-old man accused of shooting a 5-year-old neighbor in the head at point-blank range in Wilson, North Carolina on Sunday night has been charged with first-degree murder and the boy's death. Darius Nathaniel Sessoms, 25, was arrested Monday after fleeing the scene and is in custody of Wilson, in the custody of Wilson police, and members of the U.S. Marshal Service, Carolina's regional task force. The Wilson, um, the Wilson Times reported, Sessions was found in a home in Goldsboro. Wilson police said officers responded Sunday evening to a report of a shooting at a mobile home park found Cannon Hinnett suffering from a gunshot wound to the head. Captain Steve Strahd said that officers. Uh, and the first responders performed first aid before the boy was taken to Wilson Medical Center, where he died. The Wilson Police Department sends its sincerest condolences and prayers to the family of Cannon during this tragic time the department said in a release. Family members told WRAL that Cannon Hennett was playing outside of his father's house when he was shot in the head. The boy's two sisters, ages 8 and 7, saw their little brother get shot, according to Cannon's mother. Doris Lybrand, who witnessed the shooting, told WRAL that Sessoms ran up to the boy, put the gun near the boy's head, and fired before running back into his house. My first reaction was that he was playing with the kids, um, uh, Lebrand said. For a second, I thought, that couldn't happen. People, people don't run across the street and kill kids. The lack of media coverage... When the victim doesn't fit the progressive narrative is not new. Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, a retired Virginia police officer was brutally run over and killed by a Hispanic man who was clearly Trump deranged. The fact that the victim was riding a Harley Davidson appeared to be one of the many things that sent him off. Daniel Navarro intentionally swerved into Philip Thiessen to collide uh, with him head on. 
telling authorities all Harley riders are racist. What the hell? If Trump and white people are going to create a world like we are living in, then he, then he had no choice, and people are going to have to die, Navarro told the authorities. He admitted that he had been thinking about targeting a white person to kill um, the day he murdered Thiessen. No one covered this story either. If you think that, you, that we are going to get a fair shake, that we're going to get a fair hearing, that the, that the, that the media, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, Fox News, If you think that we're going to get a fair hearing, that we're going to get an even shake, that all these news media folks are going to have the same sort of road to Damascus moment that Paul had and change their ways, you are nuts. You are just a blithering idiot. These two cases, because they did not fit the narrative, that's why the first time you've heard about him is right here, right now. That's, that's a damn shame. The first time you've heard about these cases is right here, right now. Crazy. Awful. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report uh, right after these messages. My name is Willie Lawson, the chief bottle washer and um, night watchman <laughs> and tech expert. For the morning, but we'll be back right after these messages. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Days Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. All right, well, we're going to do something that we don't normally do. We're going to play, Laura Ingram is her name. I couldn't remember that woman's name to save 
to save my soul just to, just about 10 minutes ago but but we're going to play a piece by Laura Ingram having to do with your girl um Kamala Harris names are tough stuff right now but in any case uh, we're going to go ahead and play it's about 7 minutes we'll take a break and come back and finish the day with um the price excuse me the price is right Joe Biden's announcement of Kamala Harris as VP, well, it contained a telling tidbit. This is what he said in the written statement. I've decided that Kamala Harris is the best person to help me take this fight to Donald Trump and Mike Pence, and then to lead this nation starting in January 2021. Wait, wait, to lead this nation? Wait, wasn't, wasn't that you supposed to be on the top of the ticket doing all that leading for us, Joe? You know that whole presidency thing? Come on, man. Even Joe's with it enough to understand that he's not really going to be running the show if he wins in November. It has to be demonstrated that whomever I pick is two things. One, is capable of immediately being president because I'm an old guy, okay? (laughs) No, but I'm serious. Well... Now that we know who will really be taking the reins in a Biden administration, let's take a look at what she'll do if they're elected. Today, the New York Times went the absurd route of touting the senator as a, quote, moderate. Of course, the opposite is the case. For starters, her position on illegal border crossings. I believe if someone crosses over the border, it's illegally, it is illegal, and you would, you would decriminalize it. I would not make it a crime punishable by jail. Of course not. Come on in. Bienvenidos. And what about taxpayer-funded health care for all those new undocumented Democrats? Raise your hand if if your government plan would provide coverage for undocumented immigrants. Don't you love the hand-raised questions? I love those. What about abortion? going to put in place and require that states that have a history of passing legislation that is designed to to prevent or or limit a woman's access to reproductive health care, that those laws have to come before my Department of Justice for a review. That's called preclearance. That means partial birth abortion greenlit under President Harris. And she loves socialized medicine. Do you think eliminating private insurance would be a socialist idea? No. Okay, so my, um, I strongly believe that we need to have Medicare for all. Do you think that's socialist or not, Medicare for all? No. No. It's about providing health care to all people. Yeah, yeah, it's worked out well for California, everything they're trying out there. And did I mention that Kamala also wants to take your guns away? Upon being elected... I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it, then I will take executive action. Yeah, reasonable gun safety, a little comma-ology needed there. Here come the guns. The Times also, by the way, called her pragmatic. We say that's fraudulent. Tulsi Gabbard exposed Kamala as a phony on criminal justice. 
Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president. She put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. And I am proud of making a decision to not just give fancy speeches or be in a legislative body and give speeches on the floor. The people who suffered under your reign as prosecutor, oh, you owe them an apology. Tulsi Gabbard just took her apart. Do you remember that debate? Now, furthermore, Senator Harris basically accused Joe Biden of being a racist on national TV. It was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race. You also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. That was the it moment. Well, after that, she very publicly suggested that Biden was guilty of sexually assaulting Tara Reid. Somebody who has a relationship with Vice President Biden, what message would you give to the women who feel like their space has been invaded in the past by the Vice President? I believe them, and I, I respect um, them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it. Do you believe that the vice president should enter this race? Oh, I, he's going to have to make that decision for himself. Marinate in all that for a moment, okay? Essentially racist, at least in pro, you know, promoting all these past senators like Robert Byrd, friendships, so forth. And uh, implicitly, at the very least implicit, she was saying he was guilty of sexual assault, but now all of a sudden she's willing to work with him? A segregationist and a, a sex criminal? Well, it's a good question. Maybe somebody in the lamestream media will have the courage to ask about this. But given all these issues, I've no doubt that the Biden campaign looked far and wide for a better option than Harris, but I guess there wasn't. There wasn't anyone. Susan Rice had way too much baggage and no election experience. Former Obama adviser David Axelrod said tonight Biden actually clicked best with Governor Whitmer. But she's not a woman of color and runs Michigan like a tin pot dictatorship. And the other candidates were political small fries without any type of experience or name recognition that you'd want in a VP. Of course, Biden's big mistake, of course, was narrowing his options by limiting his choice on the basis of skin color. And on planet Earth, that used to be called bias or even racism. Uh, using color as a metric? Well, that's what he decided to do. And as someone running for the nation's highest office, Biden is morally obligated to pick the best person to take his place in the event of a tragedy, regardless of race or gender or of ethnicity, any of it. But he never even tried to do that. How cynical. Instead, he viewed the whole thing as a box-checking exercise for the woke crowd. He should have made his choice just on merit. But now he's stuck with Harris. The bottom line? She ran for president not so long ago and had a golden opportunity to present herself to liberal voters in the Democrat Party. But they rejected her in the most comprehensive manner possible, making it absolutely clear that they didn't regard her as worthy of serving as president. 
Now, in a desperate effort to please the hard left, Biden has rejected the judgment of his own party's voters and placed Harris in line to have all the power that Democrats thought she shouldn't have. That is, you know, Lord does a good job there. Um, and the part uh, at the end, I think, is the most important part, that the Biden campaign has basically took the adv- took the advice of Democrat voters and donors and, and, and the like and said, yeah, screw you, and just thrown it away. I don't really think this party's. I don't. I don't think that this. You know that duo is going anywhere. I think that, that this is going to be a lot of awfulness for the next couple of months, and probably more awfulness than than we've seen in a long, long time. And um, at the end of the day, I don't think they can win unless there's massive, massive, incredibly massive, incredibly massive fraud. Uh, I just, you know, I just don't think they can win. I talked to someone tonight, basically that I I spoken with a week ago, and 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 that person that told me if Kamala Harris is the pick, they're just going to sit this one out. They're not going to vote for Trump, but they're just going to sit this one out. It's like dang. And this is an educated person, and I and and so what I'm guessing is that there might be others. Because of this pick that chose choose just sit, just sit it out, just we'll just hang on, you know whatever happens happens or or we'll just you know play the hand we're dealt. If that hand happens to be Trump, we 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 know what that is. I was like, dang, that's that's not why you pick a VP candidate to get people to bail out of the race. You're trying to get people in the race. You're trying to get people in. Trying to keep voters in, not have people get out. And this person I talked to said that they didn't like the way that Kamala came off in in, in the debates. Uh, again, when she had a golden opportunity to appeal to liberal voters, she kind of failed. She kind of failed. All right, now it's time for um, our 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 biweekly segment called The Bryce is Right. Fightback Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on The Morning Report. And now it's time for The Bryce is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, Why the Hubbub Over Mail-In Voting? In the early days of this country, voting was restricted to white male landowners, Of course, this changed over the years, but there's something to be said about having landowners vote as they have a vested interest in the country. But that is another subject for another day. Historically, voting was done in person using either paper and pencil or a variety of machines. Over time, it became necessary to create an absentee ballot for people who could not vote in person. For example, people with physical disabilities, people scheduled to be out of town on voting day, members of the military serving far from home, and so on. This provided the means for citizens to fulfill their civic duty. Here in Florida, we refer to absentee voting as vote by mail. 
but please do not confuse it with vote-by-mail programs implemented by other states. Florida's vote-by-mail requires a person to first be registered with the state to vote, then requesting a ballot to vote. To register, you will need either your Florida driver's license or Florida identification card. Both include the person's photo. You will also need the last four digits of your Social Security number. Once registered, a person can request a ballot from the state either over the Internet, by telephone, in person, or by mail. The request can be for one time or as an ongoing basis. This all sounds rather simple, right? It is. But the two key variables here are registration and requesting. In other states, mostly western states controlled by Democrats, they are sending vote-by-mail ballots to all registered voters whether they want it or not. Such initiatives are being exercised by Democrat politicians claiming it will help those voters who do not want to catch the COVID-19 virus. The fact such legislation is being implemented strictly along party lines makes one suspect There are other motivational factors involved, such as encouraging Democrats to vote. Using registered voters from Florida as an example, here's what the Democrats are afraid of. In 2016, there were more registered Democrats than Republicans in Florida. Yet, Mr. Trump won the election here. Why? Simply because more Republicans voted than Democrats. So their hope is to motivate more Democrats to vote this time than in 2016. As an aside, the same is shaping up for 2020. As for me, I like the fundamental concept of an absentee ballot, simply because it gives people who want to vote the ability to do so, particularly if they are unable to vote in person. To ask for a ballot means you care and want to stay involved with the electoral process. Having it mailed out without requesting it is highly suspicious, as party officials may pick up ballots and vote on the voters' behalf. Let's also imagine if you know someone is missing, deceased, moved, hospitalized, or has no intention of voting. What is to stop them from voting on the person's behalf? Not much. Then again, this is incredibly illegal and falls under the category of voter fraud. Moral people would avoid doing this, but What if you're desperate enough to do anything to regain the White House and Congress? For these reasons, I am opposed to vote by mail as defined by other states. Frankly, it sounds crooked as hell. I do not have a problem with normal absentee voting so long as the person is registered and has requested the ballot. As to using the COVID-19 excuse to implement such a program, why is it we can go to supermarkets and stores and not catch the virus? Is it because they know something that Democrats do not? As someone else mentioned to me, if we can't trust states to properly count COVID deaths, how can we trust them to count our votes? Call me old-fashioned, but I would still prefer only landowners vote as they have a genuine concern for their country. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbryce.com.